Here at Doxaday Bloom, we are excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope that you enjoy today's message. During today's special online Carol's Experience, we are going to take you through some of the significant moments of the Christmas story as celebrated by the church throughout the ages. And so today there's going to be some preaching by myself and my friends, as well as a collection of beautifully produced Christmas carols, compliments of the musicians in Doxodeo Bloemfontein. Now, one of the songs that we are going to listen to later at the end is O Holy Night. And there are two beautiful lines which really catch my attention, take my breath away. And I'm going to share three beautiful truths from these two lines. The first line uh, sounds like this. It says, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. And then it says, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Now, when I hear these two words, weary world, it reminds me of the world that we are living in at the moment. There is so much anxiety. There is so much wrong. People are going through the most difficult time of their life. And so it's not difficult to relate to these wor words, weary world. But then it's beautiful, and I love it when it says that there is a thrill of hope. Let me just take you to what happens the evening before Christmas, so to speak, uh, when Joseph and Mary are traveling uh, a distance of at least 130 kilometers to Bethlehem, and they have a donkey, and poor Mary is uh, at the end of her pregnancy, and she has to ride on this donkey. You can just imagine the pain and the discomfort she must have felt. And when they arrive in Bethlehem, they can't find a place to stay and they have to settle for a barn where farm animals live. And it's there in this barn where their child, their first child, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, is born. And yet there is a thrill of hope because maybe, just maybe, a people who have been longing, praying for the Messiah for centuries, their hopes and dreams have finally been fulfilled. And so we see in the midst of the chaos and the pain, a new and glorious day is about to be born. Amidst the pain and the chaos, when the sun comes up tomorrow morning, the savior of the world will have been born, everything will have changed, and a new and glorious morning will have dawned. Now for a moment, let's just look at these beautiful words, a new and glorious Morning, And I want to take you to maybe an unlikely place in the Old Testament, the book of Lamentations. Uh, just to give you a bit of context, in the year 586 before Christ, Jerusalem fell and the people were in despair. Quite understandably, uh, Jeremiah, God's prophet, his servant, is also among those who are lamenting, who are complaining and are hurting. And we read it in the book of Lamentations, how he pours out his heart before God. We read, for instance, in chapter 3, verse 20, I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. In other words, Jeremiah is acknowledging that something terrible has happened. Some life-altering thing has happened and he is pouring his heart out before God. But then beautifully, we see in verse 21, the following, he says, yet I call to mind and therefore I have hope. So we see that a change has taken place in Jeremiah's mind and his heart from someone who mourns and complains and is lamenting to a moment of faith. And he says, I will recall this. I will call this 
to mind something which he knows to be true, something about which he says, because of this, I have faith and I trust in God, even if no one else does. But what is this thing that he calls to mind? We see in verse 22, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. He continues verse 24, he says, I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. It's amazing what a new day with Christ can bring. And in the remainder of our time together, uh, Abel and Lorraine and Dani are going to unpack three beautiful truths about this new day with Christ. The first thing that a new day with Christ brings is exactly what you need. A new day in Christ brings exactly what you need. Notice I'm not saying exactly what you want. There's sometimes a difference between exactly what we want and what we need. God knows what we need. And with Christ, we receive everything that we need. This passage of scripture that Chris just read from Lamentations, uh, the prophet Jeremiah is actually saying the following in verse 24. He says, he starts off by saying, I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. Now notice this, he says, I say to myself. So it's kind of like he's saying, I preach to myself. Sometimes you need to preach to yourself. You need to say to yourself what it is that you need. You need to remind yourself that it is God that you actually need. He says, what, what does he say to himself? He says, the Lord is my portion. Now, what is he referring to this, this idea of portion? The Lord is my portion. What he's saying is that God is the one that I need. Not only is God who I need, but God has everything I need. I'm going to remind myself that God has everything I need. It reminds me of the story in the Old Testament where the Israelites were given bread in the morning by God. He provided manna in the desert to them. Each morning, new manna in the desert that they could go and pick up. And he tells them, only pick up enough for today because tomorrow I'll give you more. And he tells them, don't pick up for tomorrow because it will rot. And in the same way, God is actually teaching us today, like he was teaching them, is that they just need to trust him. He has everything they need. He has their portion. He has their daily bread. And don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow I will have enough for you again. Exactly what you need. Jesus taught us also in the Lord's Prayer. He says, when you speak to your father, he says, give us today our daily bread. Ask your father for your daily bread because God knows exactly what you need. It is a confession when you pray that prayer that God, you know exactly what I need. You know what the daily bread is that I need today. The Father knows what you need. Now, friend, I want to remind you before we go to this next song, is that God has and is everything you need today. Maybe in your marriage, you need to remind yourself, you need to say to yourself that God, you are what I need and you have what I need. Not only this, if you feel weak, just know this, that God has got the strength that you need for today. If you feel lost, God knows the way. If you feel hurt or you are hurting, God has the comfort that you need today. And if you feel down, God is and has the joy that you need today. 
Let's listen to this new song. And as we listen to this new song, uh, or this following song, let's remind ourselves. I want to ask you to say to yourself, preach to yourself a little bit by listening to this song and say to yourself that Jesus is the Lord. I confess him as the Lord and that he has and is exactly what I need. A new day with Christ brings us the hope to keep going. Christmas is a time of hope. It is a time that we celebrate the ultimate hope. Emmanuel, God with us, God coming close. Someone once said that humans can live about 40 days without food and eight days without water and four minutes without oxygen, but we can only live a few seconds without hope. The human heart runs on hope. However, I believe there are too many people today who are trying to survive with a very hope-deprived life. They're struggling to find a place to put their hope in. In fact, they're putting their hope in all the wrong places. You see, putting your hope in your company and um, you may get disappointed and let down. Putting your hope in another person may put you in a place where they don't really come through. Maybe you've decided to put your hope in a certain outcome that you really just need to happen and make work for you and things don't always turn out exactly the way you've hoped. Now, Paul speaks to us in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, and he says the following, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light and that you can understand the confident hope he has given us. Paul is busy speaking in this little verse and he's telling us, he's praying for the church. He's praying for you and for me. And his request to the Father is that the church would understand the hope they have in Jesus. You see, the kind of hope we have in Jesus goes far beyond just this life. Jesus overcame death itself. And in that, gave this world a confident and concrete hope for the life after death. And it's not just any kind of life. It's a life of abundance. It's the life as God intended it to be for you and me. This is the kind of hope that just keeps going. Not even death can stop it. I leave you with the words of Isaiah. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fail. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not faint. A new day with Christ. It brings the help that you are seeking. From that moment where Adam and Eve first helped the fruit of forbidden uh, disobedience to God in their hands till the moment of this holy night, there was a big wait. And you know, sometimes it's good to wait. Sometimes it's good to wait for your Savior. There was a story of Lazarus. He was dead for four days. The Bible says that he was already stinking. The, the King James says he stinketh. And then Jesus came and he looked into the grave and he saw Lazarus and he said, come out. You know, the difference that Christ makes in one moment, the difference that Christ makes in a second. There was a woman, 
12 years suffering from an issue with blood. Can you imagine the pain, the embarrassment, the humiliation, the torture? And then one day she sees Jesus and she touches the hem of his, of his robe. I can't tell you the difference that it makes to be with Christ one day. Even worse, there was a man, 38 years, not being able to walk. He sat at the pool of Bethesda. And then Jesus came and he said, take your mat and walk. For the first time in 38 years, this man gets up and he starts walking. That's the difference that a new day with Christ makes. Maybe today you are in this weary world. And my friend, I want to tell you that there's a thrill of hope that will make your weary world rejoice. Maybe it's your marriage and you think that there's no hope. What a difference Christ will make. Maybe it's your body that you're sick in your body. What a difference Christ can make. Some of you are in the middle of the, right, of the night right now. You're struggling, you're screaming, you're kicking, you're praying, you're shouting. What a difference. Christ can make. The moment that Christ came to this earth, it was night, it was dark, but it was a holy night. It was a divine night. Romans 13 verse 11 and 12 says, the hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because your salvation is nearer than you first believe. And then listen to these words, the night is nearly over. The day is almost here. It was in the voice of the angels that night as we hear in this carol. Luke 2 verse 10 and 11. Do not be afraid for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be for all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He came to his own. A thrill of hope rushed through all of creation. What is this hope? You might ask. His name is Jesus. Hope has a name. He's the one sitting on the throne in Revelations 21, looking at all creation and saying, I will make all things new. That is the hope that we carry. That is the hope that will bring salvation to all of creation. This is the help that you need. His love we cannot resist. His glory will touch and change everything. I think that is why a man with the name of Adolf Adam in 1843 wrote the words of this amazing carol, ending with a response, the only adequate response to this carol. And he ended with these words, fall on your knees, fall on your knees, the King has arrived, fall on your knees, the Lord over all is here. Fall on your knees and worship Him. Thank you for listening to this week's message. 
Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services.